welcome to the second season of the absolutely right podcast i'm your host aditi surana i am a graphologist and a high performance coach this show is designed to understand people their mindset understand your own personality with the help of a very interesting tool which is kind of lost in the the whole technology development called graphology it is a study of graph that is created underneath your handwriting now whether you write or you do not whether you are always on the phone it doesn't matter your handwriting talks about your personality because you and i have spent minimum 15 years of our life using handwriting as a way of expressing right making notes doing all our school and college assignments so there is a connection between your body and your mind which takes over and graphology gives away great deal of information when you write something or pretty much anything on the paper much before i started my career i always felt fascinated by the simple thought about why people behave in the way they do and the quest of finding all the answers led me to this profession so on the show we do exactly that same thing we invite people from different walks of life and then figure out why do they do the things they do Today our guest on the show is Ronita Italia who is a veteran when it comes to design and content related to that with 22 years of experience. Ronita currently helms India's two premium architecture design and decor magazines Good Homes and Home and Design Trends. To my surprise Ronita was really open about some important areas that she is dealing with currently. We spoke about her current state of mind, what she is pondering about, what are her stressors or triggers and how she makes her decisions. Interestingly, she always thought she is an introvert as well as an extrovert. She wanted graphology to confirm which way her handwriting goes. Now, I have spoken about all these factors which might be applicable to your own handwriting. So, make sure that you keep your handwritten note handy so that you can look at your own sample while I describe her traits in her writing. You might be aware of this, but we already have all absolutely right podcast episode on our YouTube channel Aditi Surana. So go ahead and check out the handwriting strokes in the video for you to know which stroke is really applicable to your writing. Without further ado, let me invite Ronita to join us so that we can dive into the conversation based on handwriting, and let's see what we have here to discover. Hi, Ronita. Welcome to Absolutely Right, and I'm so excited to have you here, especially because of all the things that I learned about you online, and the career and the space that you chose to be in when you started. It was so tough. So, what got you on this journey? Uh, you know, Aditi. First of all, thank you for having me. It's uh, really, really exciting. Um, so, I've always wanted to do what I'm doing right now. I was very, very clear that you know this is something that I always wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. I I wanted to study English. I did. I wanted to write for a living. Of course, went okay. dead against the grain back in the day. My parents just didn't understand uh, how that would sort of put food on the table for me, but it right. worked. Uh, and of course, I always wanted to be an editor. So when I started mm-hmm. writing for the living, I knew that that's where I wanted to go. And um, you know, as they say, the universe conspires. It's as so it's cool. as clear as that. How interesting! And I must say, when I look at your handwriting, the first thing that stands out for me is your consistent need. to be on the path that you have chosen you know so many times when things become difficult and they do not show up the way you thought or you expected even other people expected them to be you stand there and you take a score and you go for it you do not stop 
and that resilience is a signature move if i have to say one thing about you to begin really, really? does it yes. show yes it does when you sort of go through life as a journey uh, there are things that you get to know about yourself because you realize that you are your only constant companion you know uh, yeah and there are things that i would uh, i would i would point out about myself today and i'd be able to to say it with a lot of uh, conviction and yes that is one of the things that i would say about myself that uh, i would and i would never have thought that i would never have thought okay. that i'm one of those people who uh, is very easy to sort of change along the way and i'm very proud of the fact that i'm not i believe i'm not stubborn Mm-hmm. uh and but, I, i second that oh yeah see that <laughs> is amazing but uh, i would never have thought that you know i would never have thought that i was a go getter i would have never thought that you know i would have uh, been so uh, consistently perseverant of my uh, goals so to speak mm-hmm. okay right but uh, but yeah i'm not in 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 not a very ambitious sort of way but yes i kind of know that okay this is something that i'd like to do and then i like to pursue it but uh, the journey just does tend to sort of meander and you know change and i like to have fun along yes. the way are you easy going yes are you really uh, someone who would jump into things which are new exciting and unconventional yes would you play by the ear for situations yes so all of this is yes but at a larger level when you look at something and your overall journey you won't give up on your priorities which is very interesting because most people don't understand that aspect of you because of your excitement to try something new now people who have been your friends over these years and people who are family have known this about you that no matter how easy going you appear to be to other people when it comes to your priorities you do not compromise and you stick to it you're not stubborn but yes you're very firm when it comes to your decisions yes so i i take my decisions very quickly like i know that okay, this is it i'm this is, i'm good with this and if i don't like something then also it's equally quick and equally firm uh but having said that if you try to convince me i will get convinced it's not something that i say <laughs> i say no rarita you won't you will get convinced only if the person brings in enough uh logic to the table you won't get convinced easily let me call all the people in your team right away <laughs> no 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 don't do that <laughs> but yeah but yeah okay Okay, I can see. <laughs> so I just want to bring in uh, our listeners here. So when you write your letter M N, a uh, very pointed. You know, if you look at your own handwriting, there are like these points formed at the top of all these letters. They talk about how quick somebody is in engaging with any situation, and instead of wasting time to gather data, you use your observation, your insight, and overall, like you know, experiences of life to bring the quick. decision making process but it never happens that quickly internally because you internalize every experience so much in the moment when you're thrown into the situation it appears to be quick you know it's like as how how you process things a uh, second aspect of your uh, behavior which i feel is very interesting is i believe you your handwriting moves to the left it is not straight so we have something called slant in the writing if it is left these people are mostly 
introverts right but your signature talks about uh, a it's a larger signature so compared to normal size of the writing is a larger writing in the signature which talks about public image actually reaching out having a larger persona connecting with many people and that is like definitely a contradictory behavior that you must have observed also oh yes <laughs> oh yes so um, i am a closet introvert Uh-huh. Guilty as guilty as charged completely, but I also think that it comes from uh, there's a very stark, and it, this is something that I'm very conscious about. It comes from the upbringing. You know, my mother okay. was always a very very, I don't want to go out kind of person. Uh, you know, and uh, for me it comes from there because I she has been someone that I've looked up to for the longest time and. Um, So I do enjoy spending time by myself with my sister mm-hmm. reading doing my thing in my own sort of private space and yet I'm a completely different person with my friends that mm-hmm. these are people that I have to be very very familiar with right yeah so also also socially when people meet you in a formal setting there also people take time to believe that you are an introvert like very rarely people would even notice that you would become like yeah. you know you turn into this person who yeah, becomes yeah. the life in a party and you get everybody yeah. connected with one another so <laughs> so people don't expect introverts to behave like that so yes that is a part to it and i'm very happy that you already are aware of it practice 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 <laughs> so i we we did this episode initially like uh, i think episode number 6 or 8 which is about uh, survival guide for introverts because mostly people don't know how to survive <laughs> in the social yeah. situations that we are in where only extroverts are celebrated so i think you have no. figured your way to survive here but you know the uh, the the angst and the anxiety is very real is very right. real um public speaking meeting people events social gatherings it's you have to psych yourself you need that you know you have to take that moment and tell yourself okay ronita deep breathe so it it does take that even today it does take that so it's interesting that you say that so you're not saying that uh, you managed to be the successful because you already had these traits but in spite of your introversion you you chose to stick a process to create whatever you have created that's even more incredible that's so inspiring yeah i i actually wanted to ask you about uh, you know whether this this the introvert aspect of mind shows you addressed it um so yes there's this one thing that i really want to uh, uh, check with you on is uh, can you tell from the way a person writes their uh, Pluses and their, you know, their shortcomings. Does that does yes. that show? Yes, completely. So have completely. you got me down to the T? Yes. <laughs> so the first thing, if I have to say about your strength, is when you lead a team, when you lead some people, when you get to a project, you make it yours. You own it completely. it cannot be something that you're distant from something that you would do you know on the side you don't understand these side gigs you're either there 100% or zero and that intensity though it is looked at as obsession i feel is your strength in any project that you have picked up so far so that is first thing second thing is uh, when you look at 
your own self in the situation where you're uncomfortable you actually fall back you get into the self doubt mode you kind of become self critical and for some reason with practice or with your mechanism you pull yourself up to stand there and deal with the situation so those three steps backwards and then two steps forward is where the journey goes so people do not see the inner world that goes underneath that but you do fall into the trap which you know like you know doubts challenges whatever people have gifted you with all these years over these years you pick that up deal with it but there is a mechanism now i'm going to talk about the weaknesses where that becomes a problem but definitely that 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 you know fine tuning consciously with awareness is what you have been working on which i feel is incredible because very few people can do that yeah okay shortcomings i'm waiting to know okay. the shortcomings <laughs> first thing is uh, i think now it is changing slowly but for the longest time you looked at the situation and while you know trying to deal with your doubts and you know walking yourself out of it you also denied the reality what we call self deceit so the whole aspect of you know walking yourself out of the situation and you know pepping that that whole journey through also comes with not accepting not looking at things for what they are and this is where you withdraw you wear the blinders you walk through the situation and you tell yourself that oh my god i cannot look at it because it will hurt me a lot more than i can i can imagine i can bear and that is a, is an aspect of self deceit so i feel that same thing which works as a strength has a connotation but <laughs> our me. listeners ronita is hiding i hiding herself right now <laughs> no so i have to say this again this comes to me from my mother it's a behavioral pattern escapism mm-hmm. she doesn't want to deal with an issue that's bothering her or that's really big or that's really ugly and uh, again believe me it i have to I've I've only gotten conscious of it over the few over the last few years. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and there are still But, things that I want to run away from. Yeah, and and the whole idea comes as from the fact that if I run away, if I hide, I duck down, it will go away, which it doesn't. And this is where the the biggest challenge is. I've um, I've learned the hard way, mm-hmm. extremely hard way, in the especially in the last few years. and not so much in my personal in my professional life because you know you're sort of um, trained to you trained yourself to be a, perfect, a perfectionist in uh, so many ways front. yeah but in my personal life oh my god yes there's a lot of things that you sort of avoid because you don't want to look at it the mm. underbelly of relationships that you yeah. you you know you'd rather believe what the person's saying than question the ugly truth because seeing the ugly truth is not comfortable yeah 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 so, so that's something that unfortunately and for sorry sorry to interrupt you but unfortunately if it has worked for your mom in her lifetime it won't wo- help you and it won't work for you because the other aspect of your personality is intuition you're highly observant and you read between the lines and you see things for what they are at one level but consciously you don't want to accept it so the the gap between what is happening or what you can see and what is the truth is very very clear for you for some people it is not even clear they kind of you know believe in the rosy picture and they genuinely believe in it 
you cannot because you see the truth or at least the glimpse of it and then you have to look at the other side and fight it and and deal with it and push yourself and that doesn't help yeah, i'm learning that now the hard way but i'm learning <laughs> i'm learning to face everything that sort of comes up so uh, i was reading through your profile and the whole tv show and and bringing you know uh, interior work to that media what were your challenges while doing that it's a it's a unique concept definitely in india so how did you deal with it head on absolutely head on there were no two ways about it it's something that um, as a team i was very 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 clear that my team needed to experience this you know okay. we needed to open this media up to the team because uh, i did the good homes show when uh, you know print was sort of on the verge of letting giving in to digital mm-hmm. you know so once the idea was out there then there was no stopping me or the team because we were just like this way or that it has to be done right and um so whether it was going out there and actually pitching to the brands um executing it trying to figure out production all of that we the we put our fingers in all those pies and it was incredible <laughs> it was incredible learning i want to bring this this experience and this example and because you had that amount of clarity the doubts didn't take over you did not beat yourself up you did not look at things and and pondered beyond and you know you were not worrying about it but when you do not have clarity or if you're trying to convince yourself otherwise you have complete clarity but you don't want to walk on that clarity and you want to convince yourself otherwise is where you feel pulled in different directions yes adriti <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes. <laughs> and there are times when you tend to it's human you tend to give in to that right you tend to give in to the worry i can't say it's human because so many ideas of so called human are our practiced behaviors so the very moment you start practicing different behavior it won't remain as human as it appears right now you'll be a start again <laughs> yes over to you no i mean uh, so I don't know what to say. I I'm just so speechless right now because yes there are times when uh, when there's no clarity. I also just want to put things down and say no, I'm not going down that road because I'm not clear. Right. Till I'm So again this has come to me over the years. I would have earlier just like gone through with something and not really known where I'm going but still gone through anyway and figured my way out. I've reached a point now where also the stakes are a lot higher you know um, there are so many people looking up to you so you don't want to it's you're not alone ex- experimenting right you know you've got you've got you're, you're carrying that um, responsibility you know you've also taken on the commitment of leading so many people on so you want to be sure at least if not of the entire journey some part of it because then you kind of do your research along the way right um so i've now reached a point where if there's no clarity i'm not moving forward i you think know, that's I mean, amazing it takes a lot of courage to do that but it's amazing that you are you have chosen that path finally if i may say i do not know you otherwise but finally <laughs> finally <laughs> finally so i have i have uh, um 
so I have I have a question for you, if I may. Yes, please. Okay. Yes, this please. is something that I have always sort of wondered about myself. Mm -hmm. That uh, you know, I've I've always been so clear that this is what I want to do, and this is where I want to be. Um, and I've now reached the point where I ask myself, what next? Right. <laughs> so if I had to, if I had to, if you had to recommend a, like an alternative or a plan B profession, what would you, what would you sort of. So before I, I go and tell you this, I have to refer to my training in Carl Hume's model uh, of, of behavioral analysis called MBTI, which is also known as Meyer-Briggs type indicator. Now, they talk about this. They say after 35, you go exactly against what you have known as true about yourself. And it's just so beautiful that in those gaps, you can literally find how some traits turn against you, turns exactly opposite of what you believed as your version of, of reality or life. So in your case, I feel you love studying people. You observe them very closely. And if I may say this, they're like specimens for you. So when you see different types of people, you kind of put them into different boxes, but also you keep evaluating and keep observing minute details. So any profession like mine that demands to, to look at people, look at the deeper aspects of their personality would do very, very good for you. But listen, what do I do about the lack of patience? <laughs> it's just no patience. <laughs> That, like other things, you can learn about, if I may say. Now, where, where, we, where we talk about this lack of patience is in your handwriting. There's a letter, a beautiful letter T, which talks about many, many aspects of your personality. But one of them is temper and impatience when the horizontal line on the T flies off ahead of yourself, ahead of itself. It is about impatience, which is ample in every possible stroke that we can find in your writing. Now, that impatience is about wanting to reach where you have decided to reach. Now, the other practice to that is observing uh, being in the moment, like literally making the most of it. But I must say that is coming to you slowly, steadily. You are getting calmer, you're getting less hyper for sure. The overthinking mind, when it gets a little bit more trained, then things will become simpler for sure. So how does one do this training? How, what, how do you train the mind? To stop? Of course, mindfulness, yes. That's something again that we, 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 now the whole world is waking up to being mindful about so many things, right? Other aspect of it is is being intensely involved in activities. Anything that you pick up, when you become intensely involved, when you tune yourself to be intensely involved, any anything that you pick up can turn into a feedback mechanism. There's a book by uh, this amazing author called Mihai Csikszentmihalyi called Flow. And he talks about this whole idea that you walk into something and you get absorbed in that experience. And that allows you to, to get activated in ways that you have never experienced before. Because that one activity challenges you at certain level and also relaxes you at certain level. Now, when you see the both aspects of that activity, challenging and relaxing, is where you start enjoying it. Now, in your case, you do not make those choices based on how intensely involved you are. A part of you is constantly pushing you that I have to do it, I have to do it, I have to do it. Now, when that part, that controlling part of you takes over, then the game is very, very different. Then you are not pausing, then you're not really evaluating the situation. 
but now that part is becoming weaker as you're growing up if i may say <laughs> <laughs> So you tend to get impatient because you, if you start responding to it as if you have to do it even internally. So when you start picking up intensely involved as an approach, and let me explain this a bit more. Now, a part of our work is in graphotherapy and where I speak about one particular stroke that looks like S formation. And on my Instagram page on YouTube, we have many videos made for this one particular stroke because if you practice it with breath coordinated movement, as I call it, the mind and body starts relaxing. And then you walk into the same situation and you're active. You're really dealing with all the deadlines required, but these deadlines are not getting to you. You know, let's, let's take an example. If you are learning driving, if you're a new driver, all these things look so intimidating, like the gearbox. Oh my God, the, I have to look at the, the road. I have to keep all these things in mind. And like most people, once you get a hang of the skill, then the same pressurizing situation, you can talk on the phone, eat. You know, as women, we wear makeup while driving. We can do anything while the act of, you know, man- maneuvering through so many things. So it's not about the external pressure. So the deadlines and and all the external things that are pushing us, yes, of course they are. But the other aspect of it is definitely how much can you be in control of the situation, especially internally. And that is a game changer according to me. So when you have a mechanism, how we have bodies which are pulled and tensed and, you you know, stretched in wrong ways whole day and then you go for say a yoga class and suddenly your body feels more aligned so that everyday alignment allows you to go crazy through the day and you come back and do the alignment now how many times we do the same thing for our minds so that so that is i think is essential that we start looking at a mental well-being from a space of in a way, maintaining them or recharging them instead of just fixing the problems. Because nowadays, if we have a problem, then we go to a therapist and look at things that would, you know, eventually get fixed. But it's not about being fixed. It is about literally building capacity. And and that's why I think I personally like the high performance mindset, because you constantly keep building the whole idea of that. How can I question myself? How can I take myself to the next level without any need to do so? And that, that I feel is super exciting. So that's learned behavior. It's, so most of our behaviors are learned, right? Like nature will give us something and then you constantly nurture it. Even what is natural to you is practiced over these years. And that's why it feels natural eventually. So even nature, whatever is your nature is also further nurtured for you to behave in a particular manner. So we cannot take away from our practice of choosing one behavior over and over again to turn into the people that we are. So tell me, can we, can one change that? Can one unlearn just as easily? Not everything, but many things. Not everything because some behaviors go all the way back to, you know, who we used to be and our stories and how we are, you know, shaped in that manner. So I also feel we shouldn't change everything. 
there are a few things and I, my approach to it is working with mind blocks. So I believe you don't have to teach water how to flow, fire how to burn. So you don't have to teach all of that. So if you know you're already a fire, which is that identification process through your analysis, and then you kind of intensify it. And people are like, but you know, if I f- burn more, other people will get uncomfortable. My approach is so be it. Because eventually they'll get on with the program and then they will understand that, oh, you are that fire with that flame in you and you can you know, ignite the whole thing. But if you control yourself, constantly evaluate every move, then people will never ever see the other side. And they will never see how powerful you can become because you constantly kept adjusting to other people's uh, fears, their limitations, not even their expectations just how they they looked at the world and what they spoke about it you yeah. kept buying into those ideas and all of us keep living in that that bubble believing that everything going to be okay until we reach that yeah it's not okay actually i tried everything but i still feel worked up i still feel my body is like tensed now bodies are honest people come up with stories to to camouflage situations but bodies give away the information, right? And that's why you cannot lie when it comes to your health and how you feel in your physical experience. True that. So, uh, can you spot my? Uh, can you spot these mind blocks in? One of the writing? biggest one that I picked up was the escapism that we already spoke about. Second one, uh, when I look at your execution style, you become really stuck up about certain things. And when I say stuck up, it's also that compulsive behavior that I cannot let it go. And that builds a lot of tension between you, people, and also physically for you when you constantly hold on to things which you can little let go of to figure out what you want to do. But you have identified with it. You have There is a brand of Ronita style of doing things. So when you have that style, when you have that brand, you know, you want to live up to that idea is what you work towards. And that becomes a challenge. That becomes a challenge internally because yes, you're very uh, quick to move and change things until you get stuck up about that one little detail, that one little aspect of the design. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's very interesting. There's a book called What Got You Here Won't Get You There. It's all about how amazing leaders have been amazing managers where they took over the operations and they did everything in detail. But when they moved to the strategic role, they had to kind of loosen up and say, okay, probably I'm not executing in someone else's and it's okay for me to not pay attention to certain things. And that's the toughest part. It is in every sense, especially when it comes to the kids at home. I can imagine. Because there's so many roles that, you know, you play. And again, that is... But yeah, I mean, I can't be, I can't be talking to you <laughs> about all of that. You're almost becoming my counselor right now. This is just like an incredible session on um, balancing... Uh, roles and you know just the but that is the idea I'm so happy and I'm so surprised that you're being so open to this conversation because that was my idea when we started the show we wanted amazing people to come on the show and do a live session and then whatever happens I know I feel when we open our hearts something magical happens all the time so the, our listeners connect to the fact that you're being so open and willing to look at those areas which otherwise People are unwilling. They pretend that they don't, don't, don't have at all. So all that 
is not happening. I'm I'm so happy and surprised. So I was telling you about this huge um, change that I find within me. Okay, in the last couple of years, mm. specifically, especially in the last couple of years, I seem to have sort of woken up to a side of me that I didn't know existed. You know, and uh, which is a lot calmer. Mm which is diametrically opposite to this impatient, uh, hyper sort of um, activity-oriented um, person, you know? And uh, again, I wanted to know if you can spot that, if you can spot the, the dichotomy. So I, let me describe the dichotomy. Will that help? Like what has shifted uh, after this? Yes, circle, yeah? So yes. I feel this whole journey started with a risk that you took, like something which was larger and you, you wanted to walk, walk through this. And after it was done, you sat there, thought through the journey and say, why did I choose it? Or what was the reason? What was my reason? And that was the turning point. Now, whenever that happened, probably, you know, five years ago, three years ago but that was a period between three to five years as you started evaluating that one idea you started evaluating almost everything in your life so this is where the rebooting began now after the reboot on the other side are you more patient i can't say patient but yes you're more evaluative you do not lose your temper as much but when you lose it of course you go back to your same behavior and mechanism but the frequency has reduced for sure uh, you are more articulate about exactly what you feel and how you're going through the experience, you know, without making people feel guilty about it, which is a big deal. Like, otherwise, it was about how could you behave like that? Why did you do these things? And now it has turned into, okay, this is how I felt and I would like to feel differently about the same thing, which I feel is amazing because very few people can reach that point. The evaluation also has led you to look at different comparisons between what is happening and what could happen in the future if you take charge. So that, you know, taking control. Last part is you are beginning to be okay with so many flaws around. And I think just beginning. I can't say that journey is complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're beginning yeah, so, to be okay with it. You, it doesn't get to your nerves. It doesn't get you riled up. You're like, okay, I think I can, I can live with it. But it should be. So next time we'll do something else or you, you try to solve the problem, but you don't get worked up about it. You're right. 10 on 10. Thank you. All correct. <laughs> on, that, on that, you, you must say absolutely right. That's the name of our show. Absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> Absolutely right, Aditi. Oh, oh yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of know what you're saying. I know that it started. I know it's, it's not like I haven't reached where I want to reach, which is like the sea of calm and a really pretty island in the middle. <laughs> Sorry, but that's not happening ever. <laughs> you are the queen and princess of a rough, rough weather. So you will always create things which will keep you excited. So that calmness completely is not happening and that, that idea should not be pursued, I feel. But 
as as i always love to say that you can keep adding a spoonful of calmness in every day while doing whatever you're doing because that activity and challenge as i said in the flow concept is essential is crucial that keeps you going now if you look at your career every year you have figured out ways in which you challenged yourself and then people followed and then you said i think i got here and i'm getting bored let me pick up something else that we haven't done before now that is your impatience working at your benefit and i think that's amazing because that brings out the parts of you that you have never ever discovered before <laughs> so how does one balance these okay so okay so the other uh, and this is again something that um is pretty obvious about me but i want to know if it's showing in my writing okay, okay. the fact that there are multiple personalities and i know that there is one part of me that's very very different from like another slightly smaller part. is does it show i think you're multi passionate i don't think there are multiple personalities for example if you pick up cooking or if you pick pick up you know reading poetry for both these things you'll be equally passionate and people are like please decide are you this or are you that and you're like i can't decide yeah. i i love both these things equally yeah. and i can like indulge into them to the fullest as much as somebody who has spent 20 years doing this one that one thing forever right so that is your skill so being a multi passionate person one thing is for sure you'll always be misunderstood and you'll always be reprimanded for not being focused but that's not true absolutely right if <laughs> the i remember <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You. With that question, I'm going to walk into our next segment, which is called autograph. Please, I'm going to look at your signature and tell you how people misunderstand you. The specific, the, this whole idea, right? Uh, your signature gives your public image, how people look at you, and your handwriting talks about who you are. The gap between the two talks about all the misunderstandings that you have pretty much spent your entire life covering up for, or like saying sorry for, or you know, you know. losing friends on <laughs> so that Bring is the idea on. so people for some reason believe that you can be intimidating in your role now you're like but i am a friendly person i if you talk to me i'll figure this out but they take good one or two months to really feel that comfort and that that connection with you before they can really open up and that intimidation is something that that is your signature's first and foremost idea that that stands out for me second thing you get misunderstood on a lot is people feel that you are an emotional person they feel that if they give you stories about how these shiny objects will solve your problem they believe you'll buy it and you don't and they wonder why are you not buying so they try to go more emotional about it and you know sometimes people in your office or in your professional or even personal space would have given you more emotional stories to convince you believing that is how you think and you buy the the larger concept but you don't you are more logical you're very quick so more time they spend more they lose your attention which they have no clue about <laughs> <laughs> and she's hiding her face again <laughs> that is from my side ronita if you have any other question go ahead no you <laughs> <laughs> you filled in all the blanks as as you can see my list <laughs> my journalist 
list of questions is oh the last question yeah uh, mm -hmm. advice for me i think we had many many of them already but one thing for sure is do get into a habit of journaling because you are your best critic i don't have to say that one more time but at the same time there are patterns which you are right now detecting and you're willing to break this is a perfect time for you to evaluate that process in a non personal manner over and over again so get into a habit of journaling as your everyday habit and uh, you know i talk to people about asking a question and journaling around that please pick up that like you know ask a question that what i could have changed here or what are my trigger points here and evaluate the situation with those questions in mind the very moment you start doing it you will observe the pattern which is repeating over and over again now today what you spoke about multiple things as your change or shift is where you pick those patterns and you said okay i don't want these patterns to control me and you did something different about it and that's what we want to cultivate in so many other areas especially in patients yes yeah so if you work on that one area of impatience you'll become a different person altogether because you know that how your mind pushes you to rush into things which are not really you know urgent you don't have to do it but that has become a compulsive i would say habit for you to do it so that's one definitely an important advice from my side i'm reaching out and giving you a hug right now <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. I'm so I happy. Know. The whole conversation just kept flowing and we just kind of just kept playing along. It's like yeah, dancing you know, I, along. I have to say this that um it was just really nice to for a change sit and actually absorb everything that you're saying. Like Thank you. Times that that actually happened thank with you. me. Loved I, it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I love this experience too. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. How was it for you? Did you learn something new? Something interesting? Did you have the left slant in your writing, or the T went ahead and had the temper stroke in it? Now, no matter which stroke is applicable to you. use that information to process your conversation your life decisions at a deeper level that is a larger objective of doing this awareness based podcast any which ways if you have any questions about graphology or about how you can implement it how you can learn the technique you can visit my website aditisurana.com for all your queries you can write to us on write which is w r i t at aditisurana.com On a Friday episode, I'll come up with one more journaling question in a graphic journaling style, and you will be able to look at one more area of your life in a different perspective. So make sure that you get back to handwriting the old school emoting technique to get all your thoughts, all your confusions on the paper. And our Friday short episodes are designed exactly to do that. I'll connect with you on Friday. Happy writing!